Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Man show here with Howard Bison football coach Larry Scott. Great man, been around the block a few times. Helped the Bison out, Coach Scott. What's good, brother? How you doing? Man, doing great, man. Just you know, all in this thing and the, you know the COVID and everything we got going on in this country right now. So everybody bobbing and weaving, trying to figure it all out and and uh, and put it all together. But it's been great, man. Doing well. Coach Scott, talk to us about this. How has it been? Getting a job in the middle, in the middle of all this COVID stuff, so you couldn't have a spring practice really because you got the job in February and spring practice was, was canceled because of the COVID. So, how's it being transitioned to a new job as a head coach now in the midst of the COVID pandemic here? I'll tell you what, it's been, it's had its challenges, you know, but at the end of the day, we've taken all of those challenges and embraced every one of them uh, as to, you know, breaking this whole thing in down into what is it that we can do right now. Uh, to get better. Let's, let's stop wasting so much time on things that we can't do because of the nature of, of the pandemic and COVID and all the challenges it's presented to us. But let's dig, in, let's dig deep into the things that we can do right now to, uh, to change our culture, uh, to, to lay down what our philosophy is as a program, to install our systems and to do all of those type of things. So we, we had to have, like a lot of people, you know, go to social media, go to the, the, um, the, all of the uh, platforms that everybody's having to use right now through the business sector and in the sports world and everything of Zoom and Microsoft Teams and all of those different things, uh, which was a way of kind of leaning into their world, you know, a little bit to uh, reach them, to be able to, to teach them and start to do those things and, uh, you know, get them, you know, going on things like accountability and, and all of those different things that we're asking them to do right now uh, and do the best that we can with those, through those uh, streams uh, to get that done. So it's had its challenges, but at the same time, uh, it's allowed us as coaches to really dig in and think out of the box and, and find creative ways of, of reaching these young people right where they are um, with them being all over the country because we didn't return back for classes uh, and things either. So we got kids all over the all over the country from Florida to Texas to uh, Alaska to, you know, all different places across the, uh, the United States. Uh, but you know, to find a way to continue to, to bring them together, to keep them uh, you know, engaged, uh, to keep them into uh, the, the idea of team and our philosophies and how we're going to build it and change the culture here and, and, and change this thing around into a winning culture where championships are on the horizon for us. So that's what we've been doing. 
And coach, speaking of that, man, so how has it been to build that culture virtually? Because I know y'all don't have a guy in your face to really hold them accountable. So what things are you guys doing virtually to hold these guys accountable, build that culture so they know they get back to D.C. when they get back at the university? Yeah. What, what do you expect from you and your staff? Yeah, good, good question. Good question. What we've done is try to tailor our schedules around what the schedule would be like if we were all here. So the same times we would have meetings are the same times that we're meeting virtually. So it fits into their class schedule, their online class schedule, so that they can get into the, the, the muscle memory part of uh, mentality and mindset of here's my day. I'm sitting at home, but, you know, I still have obligations and different things that I have to adhere to as if I was on campus. And right now, those are times. So when we're logged in, everybody's logged in on the site five minutes early. Cameras are on. You know, they got shirts on. They're all sitting in the sun. They're waiting on me to come on the screen. So it's just the, the whole deal of, of being on time for things is still there. Uh, we bought some, we purchased some software that we can be able to send our workouts out and monitor when they work out, where they got to check the boxes of what they work out. We can send videos of the exercises and different things for them to be able to log into it and, and go to it and, and, uh, and have their workouts and check their workouts. We have a symptoms check survey uh, for guys that are getting sick. If they're dealing with any of the issues or any of the symptoms of, of, of COVID-19 that they can report to us so that then our medical doctors here and training staff can report and, and talk to doctors in their area and get them connected so that they get the right treatment and different things that they need that way. Uh, we're having them, you know, turning their weekly body weights to us just to make sure we can monitor guys' body weights. Are they fluctuating? Are guys getting too heavy? Are guys getting too light? You know, that way we can also put in things in, into the app about nutrition. Uh, guys that need to be calorie intake guys and guys that need to burn calories and different things like that. So we're monitoring their weights. Uh, and they have to report those weights on a weekly basis and everybody has to report it by a certain time on a certain day. And if you're not, you know, doing that, we're, we're telling everybody, hey, man, you know what you're doing? You're writing your resume. There's nothing we can do to correct the behavior right now, but ultimately be able to, when you do come back, just pull out your sheet, pull out the ledger and say, hey, man, here's how accountable you've been to our team, our football organization, what we've asked you to do. Are you on time for your meetings? Are you reporting your body weight? Are you uh, getting your workouts done? And then we're going through that on Mondays and, and calling everybody, um, you know, out, the guys that are doing it well and, and in class. We're not having any class or academic issues. Uh, guys that are on time for their meetings, guys that are locked in in their meetings, answering questions and doing a good job. Uh, that way, guys that are reporting their body weights on time, guys that are putting their uh, morning symptoms checks in there so that we can make sure we're monitoring their health uh, as best that we can. So it's all the little bitty things like that that we hold them accountable to because if they can do those things and they can learn to do those things sitting where they are, then we fully expect them to be able to do it when they're here. We've already crossed that hurdle as far as building a a culture of accountability and what that means to the overall success of the football organization. Now, Coach, when, is, when do you think you have your young men on campus for, for that spring semester for, for, for football season? Is that still up in there iffy-ish? Uh, how is that looking? I know that the, with the, it's been October. Uh, I know here in Georgia the cases are going up. I'm pretty sure it's the same in D.C. as well. We're getting colder faster up there than it is down here. So how is what's the word on that and how is it going to go? We're trying to get to all these young men from, from D.C. Yeah. Obviously, all of that's going to have to stay flexible as we transition through this time. You know, you got the election. Uh, you got a lot of different things, a lot of different variables that's going to come in to actually see what this thing actually does. And it's really going to probably dictate, you know, what that's going to look like for us. But uh, right now, we, we, we're talking about controlling the things that we control. We don't control those things, but the things that we control is making sure we put ourselves in the best position that we can uh, so that when, when, when we do return, which right now our target date is uh, right after Christmas, uh, in December to get them back, to have a good seven, six to seven weeks to try to get them back into the best uh, shape we can and acclimated back into football uh, with a, hopefully with a February, um, February 20th start to the season. 
uh, and then play a six-game season during the springtime, February, March, and April, uh, is what our target dates are. And what we're doing right now is just controlling the, the variables that we control, you know, our, our, um, our installs and, and what we're doing that way, um, making sure we're staying, doing something to stay in some type of shape, uh, that we're eating right, and when we're speaking about nutrition and, and, and all of those good things. And one of the big things we did was is really um, slow things down a little bit, too, and take some time to really go back and address uh, some of the issues that's been going on in this country as well, from the social injustice, uh, women's rights, uh, to, you know, investigating our why and why we really do what we do and why, you know, and what, motive, what are our motivational, um, what's our personal motivation uh, that leads us to, to commit ourselves to something and, and, and be willing to endure a process to become consistent at being great at something and talk about how hard that is. And, and the guys, they kind of laugh at me, but I say it to them all the time, you know, man, it's hard to win each day. And winning the day takes a process. And through that process, you build some consistency. And with that, man, simple ain't easy. All the time you look at stuff and what people perceive is, is something that looks really, really simple. It's really, really difficult. The degree of difficulty is, is, is really high. Uh, so therefore, man, simple ain't easy. So we got to make sure we're digging into that and, and what that really means and applying the, the win the day uh, type of motif that we really talk about each and every day and having the, the consistency to get up every, each and every day and do it all over again. So it's given us some time to do those type of things as well. Now, Coach Scott, I want to take you back here to what you said. How has it been trying to get all these young men registered to vote? Because I know that all the different states, like you said. How is that trying to get these young men to engage about the election, understanding that as young black men, this is really key for us, selection, in so many ways. So how has that been trying to get them to understand that at 18, 19, 20 years old, that, hey, this is very important. Know what's going on in your local jurisdiction as well. Get them registered to vote, vote voting by mail so they can, you know, participate in the process because it's very important for us all going forward. Absolutely. And I think that's why we pumped the brakes on everything. And we did, we actually dealt with this about a month and a half, uh, about a month and a half ago now, uh, where we started the when we vote uh, type of campaign for our football team. And, and we gave our guys a deadline. We gave them about 48 hours uh, for everybody to get registered to vote. We had 100% of our guys get registered to vote uh, within two days from all, all over the country in their states and where they are, make sure they were registered. We had our senior leadership group be in charge of getting that done. So it was player led. Uh, it was coach initiated just like anything else in, in, in really good football. It was coach initiated, but it was player led. And it was something that was important to the seniors and, and, the, and the leaders of, that we've appointed leaders that we have of our team right now uh, to reach their constituents and, and, and all their, um, you know, their peers and, and get everybody on the same page and on board with not only just being registered to vote, but the importance of what it means to vote uh, from here on out, especially in the times and days that we live in and, and what that fosters through team continuity as well, to be able to come back now and challenge our other teams and other universities and our other peers uh, around and what we do in the country in college football uh, and on our campus to do the same. Uh, so it was something that was, uh, again, initiated by the coaches but followed up and, and, and led through our players, and they really did a good job of, of, of holding each other responsible and accountable to getting that done. So we have them all registered to vote, and, and then that allowed us to get into the dialogue of why it's important to vote right now with all of the issues that are on the table and everything that we're dealing with in this country. Uh, and as to what you said as young black, uh, as young black men, but, and more importantly for us as coaches to open up as black men or as men in general, as to some of the things that they're feeling, we still feel as men and still go through it ourselves. So it was a very open dialogue, very uh, transparent, open, honest. Um, you know, there, there was times where we got the, the being in DC affords you a lot of great opportunities to get, uh, different law enforcement branches of law enforcement involved in, in, into those conversations from the local police department here, the, the DA, FBI, uh, CIA. We have got a lot of different 
perspectives and everything brought to the table from us from a, not only a black male perspective, but a white male perspective, a white female perspective and a white, um, and a black female perspective. So all the different perspectives and all of the different uh, things that come into uh, being a part of the change uh, it is what we had. A, we spent a lot of a, a good deal of time dealing with as well as we shape our culture here at Howard. And Coach B from Florida, you know how it's in Florida and Sammy in Georgia with voter suppression and how trying to do the pass amendment for in Florida with Desmond Mead and they're trying to connect the poll tax. You trying to talk to me about that as well because even in your state of Florida, you would think it'd be more progressive than what it is, but voter suppression tax, this has been in at the here in Georgia and Florida are the same exact thing going on and how, hey, we have to overcome the obstacles to vote and be involved in it. One is to disenfranchise us, whether it be the poll tax or we pass the amendment for in Florida. They get people registered to vote who are felons. They try to stop. Yeah, so explain to the young men about just even when you do everything right, they still try to throw the obstacles in front of you. Because if your vote didn't matter, they wouldn't try to stop you from using it. That's right. That's right. And I, and I think that's why it's important that you break it down to them for ourselves in, in, the, in, the, in the stages. Again, the process of it. Make sure you register First and foremost, make sure you're registered, okay? All of us, and then just not get involved in the big, the big races and what's going on around the country. Obviously, in the presidential race, but being involved in your local government too, as well, and what's going on at home and what's happening in your local areas and those type of things too. So, I think it really goes down to the, like you said, the, the overall education of it all. And then the other issue it becomes now once you've done all of that, it's kind of like in life, right? Once you put all the little pieces together that hopefully you can go have success, there's still roadblocks. There's still things that come up that are really at the end of the day out of your out of your control but however it masses through through uh, all of us being joined together hand in hand on this and, and and being registered to vote and actually going in voting when you're registered to vote okay there's power numbers and when we're doing that together and that's why i was like hey we need to call out your other constituents and your other your other peers around the country because in droves and in numbers we're hard to beat we're hard to stop that way and those roadblocks are roadblocks that we just bowled right over if we're doing it in numbers Okay, and, and making sure that our voices are heard and understanding that this is just not about the moment. It is truly a movement. And if we're gonna do it the right way, let's do it with the, let's do it through let's let's do it through all of the channels that we have available to us to go make that change and take advantage of each and every one of them. So and then at the end of the day, all of the voter suppression, all of the roadblocks and all of the different things can't win. They won't win unless we allow them to win. And it's one or two of the three, four, or five of us are not gonna change it, but hundreds and thousands and of us, we will change it. So that's why it's more important right now that we do that and we do it in numbers. Well, definitely. And I'm looking at the day here in Georgia. Early vote, I started in Georgia today. And the lines are long. Some people waiting for us to vote, but I'm glad they stuck through it and got the vote done because that's part of the trick. You know, here in Atlanta, it. it's crazy that you only have a few, only a few sites and it'll basically like Atlanta, but it's all by design. But to stand there five and a half hours, get the job done, that that's means it. you're dedicated to the cause. And like you said, jump over those robots and put it in front of us as a movement, as a people, we'll get the job done, as you said, Coach. That's it. That's all we have to do is stay. And we have to stay together on it. Stay together because of the, a, lot of, a, lot of the, a lot of the tricks of the trade, too, it's the dividers. To throw, throw, throw the dividers and division in there amongst, you know, whether that's below uh, party lines or class lines or, or, or you know, sex lines or, or whatever it may be. Uh, they'll try to throw roadblocks in there to keep us divided, too, because they, are, they do know all together. United as one that we would be a hard, we're a hard force and a hard people to, to slow down and stop. Uh, but we, we got to stop, we got to make sure too that we don't, we get rid of the kind of the, the crab in the bucket mentality and understand that it takes all of us and not, not allow uh, them to, 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 to divide us by any means. Don't, don't divide us when we want to be heard. 
most definitely. Coach, now how has it been virtually to go over X's and O's? Because I know you want to get on the chalkboard and you know, taking notes. So how has that been to go over X's and O's, defensive schemes, offensive schemes, and terminology virtually? Because I know from playing sports myself, I don't know how I would, how I would be able to handle going over plays virtually if I had to run through them and learn them that way. Yeah, you know, just using – Using our installs and grids and PowerPoints and you can share your screen and everybody can see it. It, all, it almost becomes like uh, video games. We can click and move defenders and move fronts and move people around and show them. And then we can attach the video to it as well to show them through the video as well as, 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 our, well as our drawings and different things like that. So it's really just being a, a really good with uh, uh, using different software programs. Uh, you know, the PowerPoint, and if you need to convert things to PDF and doing those type of things, all of this world that these kids live in anyway, uh, and, and the modes and modems that they use to learn anyhow, uh, because they're going to always have that phone in their hand. You know, they're going to always have whatever that Apple device is uh, that they, they're, they're used to having things taught to them that way and seeing it that way, and they're used to information coming at them really, really fast. Uh, so it, it really kind of leans into their world a little bit and causes us, like I said, to think out of the box to be able to reach them and, and do those things. So it's, it's caused some of us coaches to really sharpen up our, our you know, sharpen up our, our technology skills and then those type of things. So it's been good for uh, some of the coaches on our staff. And then it's, it's, been, it's been fun to watch these guys be able to really interact that way and, and enjoy learning that way. Uh, because that's one of the things we got to challenge ourselves as coaches to do anyway. A lot of guys learn differently, you know, and so what we got to be able to do is use use all of the technology and devices that are out there available for us, um, you know, to, to, to be able to to be able to do that um, and, and tap into all of those things. A lot of them are free. Don't cost much money. Just call, just download an app and whatever you got it, and now you you know you can draw the end of the deal with the thing and then erase it and put all the drawing same way you would draw on a chalkboard. You just draw it on a whiteboard that they can see virtually. Uh, from your laptop or from your iPad where you're drawing on it and then you can erase it and do all of that stuff and they can see it and then play the video right behind it. So it's just using the proper use of technology and, and, and really as a coach having a really good plan, uh, being organized and having a really good plan for using these modems, these modes of learning and teaching uh, to, to reach these young people. And Coach, how's it been recruiting via Zoom? I know uh, some coaches tell me they like it, some they don't, don't like it, they want to be more in person. So how's it been for you re recruiting via Zoom this time around throughout the spring and summer here? Okay, I tell you, I, I, uh, same deal. I told our coaches, we're not going to talk about what we can't do. Let's focus all of our energy into the things that we can't do, okay? So we, we jumped on it right during the, I mean, during the quarantine, way back in March, April, May, we jumped on it. And every night we'd have five or six different guys lined up from about 4 o'clock to – all the way to 10, 11 o'clock at night, them and their families. And I, and I found it very, very uh, intriguing for me because what it did for you during, this, during that time period where you could never have any talk or really, uh, really any interaction much, you know, except for the phone uh, with recruits, it actually allowed you to me personally, like an in-home visit without being there. Mm -hmm. Okay, Fortune 500 company, if Fortune 500 companies can both, can, can, can broker billion-dollar deals and million-dollar deals over Zoom, uh, from the White House to Russia, I um, certainly think we can recruit uh, a kid and, and sell our university through using PowerPoints and putting together unofficial virtual tours and, and different things like that, that where we can share and really delve into early in the process, earlier than you have been afforded the opportunity to do, really delve into all the really good things, both academically, um, athletically, and socially uh, with these kids and do it at a really early stage in recruiting and really is giving you a chance to really get to know these young people and their families much earlier
than you've had the opportunities to do before because recruiting is about relationships. It's about building relationships with people and, and all of the people that are involved. And that's not the player. I mean, if there's a girlfriend, if there's an uncle, if there's a cousin, if there's a coach, if there's a, you know, a grandma, if there's a grandfather, finding all the champions in the situation and getting them all on the same screen and getting them all in the same room very early on in the process has lended well to, you know, been really, really good for us. We're sitting here in, in uh, early October, mid-October, and we're sitting at 23 commitments now in the Howard football program and, and really got after it really early. And we think we've got some, some stills in the class and beat some really good people, uh, some Power 5 FCS programs, Temple and Georgia State and, and Georgia Sun and some other, you know, other good people like that on, on a lot of these kids. Uh, and they bought into the vision of everything, especially with everything going on in our country right now. And we like we talk to them all the time. And, and it's, why not Howard? And then why not now? Because now is the time. You want to talk about something not being a moment. This is going to be a movement. And if we can start to move that, all of that towards, you know, all that, you know, all these, these, these guys that can see promise in being a part of athletics at Howard University, because obviously the academic tradition of it all speaks for itself. Uh, that is what it is. But if they can see themselves getting both the best of both worlds and with the coaching staff that I was able to put here that's have developed guys on, from the NFL to the SEC, the ACC, and all those things, why not Howard? I got everything that I want athletically, academically, and socially. So why not Howard? And then a lot of guys have bought into that, and that's what we moved it. And Coach Godflag, with your – background of being at the Power 5 schools, the other connection you have throughout the country from, from recruiting Power 5 kids, you, you got a, a heck of a situation to build as this program the right way here at Howard because of where you came from. You know how it is on that level. You can sell a kid on how to get to that level. They want to get that level into the NFL. So I think, man, Howard has a steal on you, man, because you've experienced it at the highest level. And you know how to get these young men and get them to work at the highest level as well. I appreciate that. And all of it really is about, it's about standards and expectations. You know, what, what, what's the standard of what we want to achieve here uh, in every phase of that, athletically, you know, I mean, academically, athletically, and socially. What is the standards? And that's what we do in our program. We don't have a lot of rules, man. We got core values, which means we're going to live by a code. And then at the end of the day, it's like, all we're going to ask you is that the standard. And it's a yes or no answer. There's no gray area. There's no conversation. There's no excuses. Period. At the end of the day, there's standards. Okay, our academic standards over 3-0. Are you at a 3-0? No, coach. No, said. Now let's fix the issue. What do we got to do to get that? Okay, were you in the flat when you're supposed to be in the flat corner? No, I wasn't, coach. Okay, great. Let's fix that fix. It's a yes or no answer. And getting kids to live by those standards, I think it, it, it really, once you start to get that culture right where there's a yes or a no answer, there's no excuses, and they live by a code, which starts with honesty being number one, you change the culture. You change the culture of what it means to be, you know, to, to, to align yourself, to put yourself in the best situation possible. Uh, to be successful and, and win a lot of games, but not only win games, those same core values and, and standards help you grow as a man in life. And that's what we're doing. We're, we're building it. I think we're trying to do it the right way and, and helping them understand that this is, this, is just a, this is just a vehicle and a tool to prepare you for the game of life. And hopefully we can win a couple championships in the midst of doing that. Coach Scott, I definitely believe in what you got going. You got me fired up as well, Coach. I'll come play for you. 33 years old, I'll come play for you. If I ask for those money, I'll come play for you. <laughs>
Sure will, man. You got, a couple, you got a couple snaps in here at 33. You got, you got maybe one or two in Yeah, hey, put me in the slot, man. I, I'll give you an option around here. See if it's on the man real quick for you. Okay. Okay. You, okay. I, love, I love it. There we go. Hey, okay. hey, hey. Hey, these are down to see more. Hey, you playing c- c- cover one? Okay. I'm going to down to see real quick. I got you. Okay. There you go. We, we'll get you open down the scene. We'll get that done by look. Here we go. Here we go, baby. He ain't going to cover you. We're going to get it to you quick, too, because we know you can't get all the way down the field. We're going to get it to you quick. Hey, hey, I, I still get out of here a little bit, coach. I still get out a little bit, coach. I got a few. I got a few things right. left in me. <laughs> All right. Just make sure you don't pull nothing to strain, nothing to tap, nothing trying to do it. Got that right, guy. I don't hear if I used to, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. I hear you, boss man. Right. Hey, hey right. Coach, hey, it's been great, man. We can do this again real soon. Wish best of luck. We got to talk again in February. Right before things get started, man. Check on your team, man. Hey, best of luck to you. And I hope you can get down here and play somebody in, 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 in Georgia real soon, man. They'll have can be here. You give them a surprise because I know the school's here. Ain't that good in football. I know you can get, you can get it done, man. <laughs> I got confidence in you. <laughs> well, that's the plan, though. That is the plan. Absolutely, my man. I appreciate Larry. you, boss. Thanks for having me on, man. No really doubt. Folks, it's Larry Scott on the boss man show, the coach of the Howard Bison out of MEAC Conference, getting the job done. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube